This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish, in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Uh, we're coming up on an election. I mean, it's a ways away, but it's going to all start. Um, yeah. President Trump is allowed back on the platform. He hasn't actually come back. Right. But one would imagine if and when he does, or there are others who will say 2020 election was rigged. Is that something, I assume that's not something you believe. I, well, I think the, the, the answer, the answer is, is, is nuanced. It, it, like, do, do I believe uh, uh, Biden won? Um, yes, I believe he won. And you voted for him. I did, actually. Do you regret that? I mean, man, I, I wish we could have just a normal human being as president. That's what I want. I think if, 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 if we could, you know, there's that, that old saying of like, we're better, we're better off being run by, um, uh, by people picked at random from the phone book than the faculty of Harvard. Yeah. I don't know who said that, but it was someone very wise. Um, and and I, 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 would, I would say if we could do that for the president, that, that would you be great. You think that would be I beneficial? Just, so you're not, obviously you're not happy with Biden. Don't we all just want a normal human being to be whatever the president? Whatever that means, whatever, you know, I'm not even sure uh, anymore what normal means. No, but I mean, like, you know, just... I don't know, just a, you want somebody who's competent. Yeah, That's they, helpful. Yes, I, I think uh, def- definitely um, somebody's executive ability is underrated since the president is effectively the chief executive officer of the country. Um, it, it actually matters if they are a good e- executive officer. Yeah. It's, it's not simply a matter of do they share your beliefs, and the, you know, um, but, but are they good at, at getting things done? There's a lot of decisions that need to be made every day. Um, many of them are unrelated to uh, moral beliefs. Uh, um, you know, right, and um, and you just want a good executive because <laughs> they're, they're, they're CEO of America. They are. They so are. We want a good CEO of America. Patient of this. I mean, um, you know, you do some tweets that seem to be, or at least give support to some who would call others conspiracy theories. Well, yes, but I mean, honestly, you know, we, we, some of these conspiracy theories. Uh, have turned out to be true. Which ones? Well, like the, the Hunter Biden laptop. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that, that 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 was a pretty big deal. There was Twitter and 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 others engaged in active suppression of information that was relevant to the public. Um, that's that's a that's a terrible thing that happened. That's election interference. I'd say so. My overall kind of vision for X or Twitter is uh, to be a cybernetic collective mind for humanity. All right, slow down there, buddy, okay? <laughs> Billionaire Elon Musk bought Twitter back in October. It's a microblogging site. I like it a lot, but like, let's just, okay? 
He bought it for a whopping $44 billion. It's a private company now, so we don't know what its business internals look like. But by all accounts, advertisers have absolutely fled. His new subscriber service doesn't look like it's doing very well. Okay, People think is, the company uh, is worth It's Wednesday, 17 May in the year of our 20, in the year of our Lord 2023. It's not many days that we start the worm off with kudos to um, Chris Hayes who absolutely nailed it right there and was the only person to pick up. I watched that interview with uh, David Faber and David Faber fawning over. And, and let me be brutally frank. Uh, Elon Musk is a man child. He may be the greatest engineer since Tesla, right? I, that I don't know, but I hear and at least from reports and some of the things in Tesla and other things he's done, he seems like he's an extraordinary, you know, engineer. He's also a man-child. He has the maturity of an 11-year-old boy, right? Appetites of an 11-year-old boy. He's an 11-year-old boy. He's a man-child. The lack of sophistication, the lack of understanding. Um, no, we're not looking for the, CEO, the president of the United States to be the CEO of America. This is another foreigner like Soros and like Murdoch that d doesn't understand our revolution, doesn't understand our framers. He's chief magistrate, commander-in-chief. And maybe CEO of the government, but the government is not America. This is this uh, this weird techno um, impulse to authoritarian rule. But the buried lead in the whole thing, and by the way, just to be blunt, he's not MAGA, he's not deplorable, and all the all the fanboys and conservative ink that fawn over this guy every day. Uh, also, if you look at him, most of them are man childs. Also, and I hate to throw my my brother, Darren Beatty, into that crowd. But hey, if the phrase fits, you got to wear it. This guy's dangerous. And let me say why he's dangerous. Chris Hayes picked it up. And Chris Hayes is the only guy to pick it up. Cybernetic collective mind for humanity. Well, let me think about that for a second. Cybernetic collective mind for humanity. And where Chris Hayes talked about, well, it's just a microblogging site. Yes, it's a crime scene, brother. We know that because of the government's involvement in what the government did, what the FBI did, uh, what the intelligence agencies did. But it's not just a microblocking site. They have greater aspirations. And who is his financier? Who has he never been asked the question? CNBC's on there yesterday. You think CNBC might have an interest in understanding, instead of David Faber embarrassing himself, fawning over, well, can you, you know, this little voice and kind of walking through there and, gosh, can I have another couple of minutes? David Faber, man, talk about, everybody's getting on Collins. This thing was a disaster. It was a disaster for, for, for Musk because he showed his true self. Let me repeat that. What I've built is a cybernetic collective mind for humanity. A cybernetic collective mind for humanity. And later in the conversation, to connect dots, Brother Hayes, they talk about, and he actually says, that Tesla is really an artificial intelligence company. In fact, he makes all these claims. And if I can have my crack staff maybe pull the last half of his thing about the, about the artificial intelligence. He makes incredibly bold claims about ChatGBT, really, which he was one of the founders of and when it was a not-for-profit, not being anywhere near Tesla. And he goes, 
yeah, you know, we could have a thousand, five thousand, five million cars driving uh, simultaneously with our, but that's all going to be driven by the cybernetic collective mind for humanity. I'm here today to give you signal. We got we got a lot of guests. We're going to go through a lot, but there are things, there are forces. Uh, at least in the world today, that will change the direct the direction not just of our own beloved republic, but change the direction of all humanity. This is why we've got Joe Allen, who will be with us tonight at six thirty. Joe is working on a very big project, which we'll be able to talk about, I think, in the next week or ten days. So, but I got him at six thirty tonight to go through the testimony yesterday, which this show was one of the driving forces to make a big deal to make sure we can get that testimony, which I thought was pretty interesting. Not great. They're talking about putting a label on it. Let's put a label on it like we put a label on a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, I don't think that's going to solve the problem. Um, the cybernetic collective mind for humanity. And then he talks about Tesla really being an advanced AI company. No, Chris, this is not a microblogging site. It's a, it's a site that's got a lot of engineering. Getter is much more sophisticated on the engineering side as a microblogging site. But he has much higher aspirations and things are already working on. And I just also want to go into the whole fact he didn't vote for Trump. He's not MAGA. He, how could you not vote for Trump in 2020? If you don't vote for if you vote for Biden, you're part of the problem. OK, if you supported Biden, you're part of the problem. Uh, and he's a big part of the problem. And he only gets to be a bigger part of the problem every day. Everybody runs around. Oh, he's made a free speech. He hasn't made a free speech. Look, look at uh Look at our friend uh, Dr. Shiva up in Massachusetts. He's laid it out how he's not. You, 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 they haven't, and I met people at this conference I went to, still banned on Twitter uh, for supporting Trump or, or for having things about uh, the vaccines or having things about the mass mandates or particularly about the CCP. The cybernetic collective mind from Andy, you don't think the Chinese Communist Party, which David Faber never asked about his financing, he's 100% financed by the CCP. The only thing he can borrow against, the only thing that he has of any value is the Tesla shares, right? And the margin, you know, he can do he can do margin loans against the Tesla stock and the joint venture in Shanghai that gives him the cash. Oh, by the way, the one he went over a couple weeks ago and now it's another big battery uh, venture with. And that Sequoia Capital, a front for the Chinese Communist Party, is the second biggest investor in it. Second biggest investor. And we're talking about the Arabs, talking about the Saudis. The guys are now in business with the CCP. Oh, and Binance. Let's throw them all in there, right? So the man-child, and the one thing he said when he asked him about the conspiracy theory, oh, what did it was, uh, was Hunter's laptop? Well, hey, brother, I was the guy on Hunter's laptop, and what did it show, Elon Musk? That the Bidens are completely compromised by the Chinese Communist Party, just like you. So I thought it was ironic you used that as the one example of Hunter's laptop. In fact, we'll have Rudy on here. It was Rudy and myself. For the Rudy was the one that got it, and then I went and broke the case on um, on the CCP involvement, of which they lied about and said it was Russian disinformation, a total and complete lie. So we've got all that. Do I have time to play any of the AI? Um, maybe I don't. Okay, so the, we had yes, yesterday on the artificial intelligence, we also had that. Um, we've got a lot to get to. Morning Joe uh, went after us. How long is the Morning Joe piece? That's longer than this is, too. Okay, fine. So we're going to start the next segment with uh, Morning Joe. I got Lee Smith. So we're going to go back. I don't think it's been misinterpretation. I just want to make sure I'm, I'm clear about Durham, and we're going to play Morning Mika. 
that had their opinions on it. Um, the Durham, yes, obviously the Durham uh, report showed that Crossfire Hurricane and all of that was completely made up and the FBI was weaponized. And that's why we've been pushing for the Church Commission here, this show, the very first people to do it years ago. And now we've got it. And obviously it shows the problem. The, the problem I have with Durham, it's once again these weak need, weak willed, non confrontational, non aggressive Republican establishment types, particularly on the legal side, that will not get that will not get engaged. <clears throat> this ties back to Marjorie Taylor Greene. And Congressman Green tells me today her impeachment week is going to come out full bore. And she's going to drop in more bombs or try to get her on at 5 o'clock today. And, and no, and she doesn't have her conference in back of her right now. She knows that. But she's putting that out there and trying to drive it. Who else has taken on Graves? Remember yesterday when she took on Graves and lit him up, right, and Andy Biggs lit him up, you had Republican congressmen with Timmons and Armstrong defending him and trying to give him more resources to go after J6. The issue we have here, and this is why it gets back to the Untouchables movie, it's everybody knows where the whiskey is. Do you have the will to take the axe and beat down the door? And as Sean Connery tells Kevin Costner, once you go through that door, you can't come back. Once you go through that door, you've crossed, you've crossed their line. And that's what we need right now. We need a full-on okay, political confrontation with the administrative state. President Trump said it's our number one enemy. And now Durham had four years and unlimited money, spent six million bucks. He could have spent $60 million, unlimited budget. And he didn't get it done. The, the administrative state and its weaponized aspect of the deep state and the FBI is the American Gestapo and the DOJ buried into the DOJ, right? The, these operations that are anti-American and anti-American freedom at every level. You've seen it all over. Durham had every opportunity. To, to, to pursue to pursue those types of things, given given the platform we have. We're going to have Lee Smith on here in a moment. Lee Smith, as an independent investigative reporter, is already connecting amazing dots. And he ain't got an unlimited budget. And he doesn't have a huge force. He's doing it himself. So we're going to, we've got a lot to get through today. We've got a lot of, uh, of information, a lot of guests. We're going to be connecting dots. Lee Smith's going to join us uh, next to talk about Durham. Not to talk about Durham and all this thing with the pom-poms out. Oh, Durham, the report's so good. The report sucks because it's a report, and it's not indictments. It's not trials. It's not litigation. It's not prosecutions. It's not guilty verdicts. It's none of that. It's more of the controlled opposition of the feckless Republican Party. Next, Lee Smith. President Trump recently issued a warning from his home at Mar-a-Lago. And I want to quote this. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be the greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. End quote. He did that in the interview that I had with him a couple of weeks ago at his home. Now, there are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar. Inflation, deficit spending, in our insurmountable national debt. The fact is there's one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and political and economic upheaval dating back to biblical times. That would be gold. Gold has been a hedge against chaos 
from time immemorial. And you can own it in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k, maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Let me repeat that. You don't pay a penny out of pocket. Just text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the entire process. Let me repeat that. Birch Gold professionals will hold your hand through this entire process. Now think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. It always has been. How much more time does the dollar actually have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text Bannon to 989898. Get your free info kit on gold. Text again, Bannon, to 989898. Remember, the best part is you don't pay a penny out of pocket to get this information and start the process. Do it today. Take action. Advisor Steve Bannon is blasting special counsel John Durham's report into the FBI, even as most other Republicans claim it vindicates their long-running conspiracy theory about a deep state plan to bring down the former president. Speaking on his podcast yesterday, Bannon ripped Durham's report for failing to recommend criminal charges or even present a strong legal argument that could lead to charges against those named in his four-year investigation. People come to me all the time, Steve, why don't you spend more time on Durham? Why don't you do this? So the, Durham had the, correct me if I'm wrong, brother, but that's the epic failure of Durham. That shows you when you say the courts, there's got to be some kind of driver prosecuting. There's got to be a prosecutorial attitude in the courts. The courts aren't going to sit there and just, like gods, deem this to be true. You have to bring cases before them. Isn't this the epic failure? Of, am I missing it? I'm not a lawyer. But isn't this the epic failure of Durham? Uh, David Rode, uh, you cover national security, among other things. Just your thoughts on this overall? It's um, disappointing. I mean, I think it's a responsibility on everyone's part when a special counsel comes out with a report to accept that there's basic facts here. Robert Mueller right. said he did not find enough evidence you know, to, to accuse the Trump campaign of coordinating or colluding with Russia. And some Democrats were disappointed and still think, you know, something was missed. But you have to, I think, accept those facts for the future of our democracy. So to have Steve Bannon declaring that there was a giant deep state conspiracy, I wrote a book about the alleged deep state, you know, it's just false and and reckless and dangerous. Uh, You know, this is what I worry could eventually spark violence. So I, again, I'm a journalist, I'm biased, but... There's some basic right. facts here, and I give Durham credit for, for not indicting anyone else. He criticized the FBI, but he didn't, you know, lay out a giant conspiracy theory. And, and again, he deserves credit for that. So, David, the Durham investigation lasted four years, almost to the day of its report being published. Cost almost seven million bucks. Got 300 pages or so, but not a whole lot new in there. Didn't name names, didn't suggest new indictments. What's the end result of all this as you look through this big document that he put forward after four years? What did we learn? 
We learned, and, and I, I guess, again, I'm trying to be sort of glass half full, for Republicans who felt, you know, President Trump was treated unfairly, there was evidence that the FBI maybe moved too quickly, that they should have started a preliminary investigation. Which they've conceded, yes, the FBI. Yes, they have. Yeah. And But the broader message here is that when you hear Donald Trump claiming he was the victim of the crime of the century is that there is no evidence of this. Like, to believe in our court system that he didn't feel he had enough evidence to, you know, present to a jury beyond a reasonable doubt that there was some kind of deep state conspiracy. So let's move forward. Let's not stop, you know, living in this conspiracy theory where you're just trying to, you know, amp up your, your maybe Steve Bannon's ratings and, you know, voter turnout. Chancellor Mayor, your thoughts? I mean, Republicans, Bannon aside, we've heard some Republicans who are still actually turning, trying to claim a victory out of this, that they're trying to allege the germ did find evidence of wrongdoing, of a deep state conspiracy, notices those warnings to reprimands to the FBI while ignoring the FBI already made a bunch of the changes the germ suggested. But it's going to fuel, uh, Mika, it's going to continue this sort of distrust of so many American institutions by so many on the right. And this is from Donald Trump's playbook. He has from day one attacked the FBI to Justice Department. He's attacked, of course, Congress, right. sometimes the Supreme Court. And he gets his followers to believe him. And this is going to allow him, people on the right say to me, to further paint this as a conspiracy against him which we're going to hear more of in the months ahead as likely the indictments pile up. That, that, that special counsel, Jack Smith, we know is working on both the January 6th probe and the classified documents uh, found at Mar-a-Lago. And this is, Trump is going to use as mule more fuel on the fire to suggest that it's biased, that it's rigged, that he's the one being persecuted. Also look for DOJ's eventual decision on the Hunter Biden case, whether the son of the president will right. face any sort of charges. That will work into this too. So I, I agree with what David said a moment ago. This feels like it's kindling. It's just building, Mika, uh, building back towards potential, you know, not just political disagreement, maybe even political violence. You know, Joe um, joins us. Uh, these investigations, among other things, are what Trump and his followers use to take a baseball bat to facts and the truth. And no matter what the outcome, they just use it. And um, the, the biggest impact, or I don't know, you could argue, there's a lot of um, parts of our democratic norms that are absolutely negatively impacted by this behavior. But our, our institutions, uh, the FBI... Um, the institutions that are built to make Americans safe and they raise questions that don't exist about all of them. And it's their way to basically desensitize Americans. Ra ra uh, ra ra raise questions. We'll, we'll play this uh, morning, Mika. By the way, she's so good. Don't bring in don't bring in Joe. You can do the show yourself. You need we need to rename the show and you need to get the pay raise. Overthrow the patriarchy on Morning Joe. It's Morning Mika. Fantastic job. Lee Smith, it, it, raising questions that shouldn't be raised. Raising questions that shouldn't be raised. Cybernetic collective mind for humanity. Baby, we're on a roll today. Lee Smith, uh, brother, you connected dots with uh, this amazing piece, but i got to have you comment observation. Lee Smith is the best of the best of investigative journalists that have drilled down on this entire thing. Uh, give me your assessment and observations. And I just want to say, make sure everybody understands the Murdochs. 
the scumbag foreigners that own Fox News. David Rhodes right there from CBS News. David Rhodes is who Murdoch wanted to run Fox. Ailes will tell me all the time they're trying to force David Rhodes on me. They want the, he, the Murdochs wanted David Rhodes to run Fox News. He, he's a, he's a ch- chairman of a, a Sky News right now. But they wanted Rhodes to run, and he's Ben Rhodes' brother, a, com- a total left-winger. You saw him right there. False, dangerous, false, reckless, and dangerous. They're trying to set this up as, all oh, these are bad guys. They're all violent. They're all going to do this. Lee Smith, your thoughts and observations. Uh, well, let's start with Durham. I agree with you entirely. I, from my perspective, Durham was over by August 2020. Uh, and I, 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 I put the fault mostly or almost exclusively on William Barr. Uh, Barr's job was to make sure that people were held accountable before the 2020 election cycle. If they were not held accountable, and by which I mean being held accountable, not just uh, having their name included in a lengthy report, like the Durham report we have before us, but that they were not led away in orange jumpsuits, we were gonna see the same sorts of problems in 2020, which is exactly what happened. So I lay most of the blame here on William Barr. I'm not making excuses for Durham, But given the circumstances, what we have here, this plus 300 page report, it's hardly surprising that, um, you know, that that it is we've been hearing since 20 since 2017. But it's like, oh, well, you know, the FBI, they might have made some mistakes. They might, um, you know, this might not have been entirely squared away. But, you know, it was just mistakes. They're not corrupt. There's nothing criminal here. So we can hardly be surprised that this is what we get. In uh, May, this 2020. is my point. Hang on, this this is my point. Yes, yeah, important. By the way, the stuff that happened across for a hurricane is so obviously illegal. And he says, yeah. "Yes, some mistakes." And, they, and so Ta- Jake Tapper comes on and says, "It's a bad day for the FBI." Yeah, because they're a corrupt institution. They finally got called out somewhat, but it's some mealy mouth white paper. You might as well have just some think tank put it. It could have been. This could have been written by a think tank just going off. The, you could have written this entire thing by just well, Googling Lee Smith, uh, investigation of administrative state and D-state. I could have taken Lee Smith's uh, his radio hits, his TV hits, his books, his articles. I could have done a better report than this, Lee. I, am I wrong in that, that we could have had a harder, tougher, sharper report if we just wanted a report? He wasn't there to well, write a report. He was there to prosecute <laughs> criminals, sir. All we had to do was tweak chat GBT a little bit, right? And that's what that's what basically this is. This is how uh, this is the product that the establishment trying to cover its trails would leave, right? This is what they would do. And they'd put this into AI, and this is the kind of product that you would get. It would take all the information that's already out there, and it would cushion it with all these different excuses, all these different rationalizations. I mean, it's insane, some of the rationalizations that Durham comes up with for not bringing any criminal charges in this at all. Look, I'll say that for um, for someone like me, who's been looking at this very closely, there are useful details here to help me fill out the story for readers, for people who don't follow it as closely. The fact is, though, what we needed here was not a book. We didn't need a report. And I've been saying this from the beginning. We don't need a report. We need indictments. Since I've been hearing about the report, I'm like, I I don't care. I I write books. I don't need a report. 
We want indictments here. That's the most important thing. And if we don't get them, this will continue. We saw it in 2020, and we can expect more of this in 2024. Exactly the same sort of partnership between the services, the intelligence services, big tech, and the media. We will see it again, guaranteed, in 2024, if we're not already seeing evidence of it now. Lee, can I ask you to hold through, and I appreciate you changing your schedule yeah. around today to come on, if we can hold, hold Lee Smith. And by the way, the buried lead in what Lee just told us, it was Barr's responsibility in the summer of 2020 to, to basically bring this out and start indicting people and getting serious about this in 2020 before the last election. The summer of 2020, when Barr sat in the Oval Office and lied to the president about what he was doing, about Antifa and BLM in the summer of love, when they tried to burn down the country in major cities, he also spit the bit on this. Why? Because the controlled opposition Republican establishment is part of the problem. Part of the problem. Short commercial break. Lee Smith, we're going to get, if we can pull it off, Rudy G. Yes. America's mayor is going to join us to talk about Durham and maybe a couple of other topics. Short break. Also got Naomi Wolf. We're pretty packed this morning. Back in a moment. Stephen K. Bannon here with a warning. When's the last time you checked the legal title to your home? What if the title to your home, the legal document that proves you actually own it, is in some criminal's name? That's home title theft, and it's a total and complete nightmare. Home titles are online now. Once a criminal forges your signature, it's a race against time to stop him before he takes out loans against your home or worse, sells your home. So when's the last time you checked your home's title? My partners at Home Title Lock demonstrate how criminals get you in minutes. They found the title to my home online and forged my signature stating I sold my home. Some criminal was now the owner. Home Title Lock helps shut it down. That's what they do better than anyone on this planet. How do you know some criminal hasn't taken over your title to your home? Find out free with a sign-up and get 30 days. Let me repeat that. 30 days of free protection when you use promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Do this today. Take action, action, action. One is a 70-page complaint that was filed in state court in New York on Monday. This is someone who worked for Rudy Giuliani, who alleges not only sexual assault and harassment, but that she has evidence that he tried to sell pardons for $2 million apiece, which he and President Trump would split. Do you think that that's possible? Uh, you know, I, I'm skeptical about that. I don't. I don't think Rudy Giuliani would do that. Uh, I hope he wouldn't. Uh, but mm, I don't know. Finally, to follow up on you, you said you weren't endorsing the former president in this run. He is up pretty much in every poll that you look at. Hang on. Hang on. Bill Barr is the problem here. I've been telling you that Bill Barr is the problem here. And and to, and to have that, well, I don't think. But you never know. No, and I've got Rudy on right now. Mayor, and by the way, Mayor, this is so outrageous. You're not going to respond, and I'm not going to let you respond. This is so outrageous. There's a point, one point I could this, make, this, though. Uh, one nice point. 
Okay, go ahead. Yep. They investigated me go for ahead. it. They investigated me for it. That big jerk investigated me for it. That was one of the allegations. And when when they went through every single thing that I have in the last 20 years, obviously they found no evidence of it. That's one of the things that was alleged. Rudy, but it's, Rudy, but these charges don't even raise to the level. I mean, this is just, uh, you know, and I know more information is going to come out about this. More information is coming out, but they're trying to smear you in every way possible. Remember, yeah, yeah. they understand Rudy's as that. tough as boot, boot leather. Yeah, it, it, they're coming after you. and then, But then to throw this in there, oh, that he and Trump were scheming to sell pardons for $2 million. That's a bald-faced lie. Just a bald-faced yeah, lie. It's, a bald it's not even worth it. It's not even raised the way they funded but, the but, 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 exactly. But here's the thing. Exactly. He, but here's the thing. My complaint is not about someone who would go do this because that's a thing itself and you got to deal with it and it'll be dealt with. My problem is that Fox actually takes it as a legitimate thing. This is the Murdochs. This is the Murdochs. This is the Murdochs. Every, they're pulling out everything they can pull out to defeat Trump. These scumbag foreigners. This demonic old man. Okay? This demonic old man who just, when he found out his fiance uh, was an evangelical Christian, he, he dumped her. The family dumped her. You don't need to watch Succession. Just watch every day of what's happening with this corrupt group of foreigners that puts up stupid TV every day and is trying to defeat. They're, they're the tip of the spear trying to defeat Trump. To have that question bar, and my question to you is about what Lee Smith just said. Was it the responsibility, Rudy Giuliani, of Bill Barr in overseeing this thing to actually start to take action in the summer of 2020, sir? Of course it was. I mean, he was the attorney general of the United States. It was the biggest case in the country. I work for two attorneys general and two administrations. Uh, Every big case they were briefed on every day. And since I ran the criminal side of the Justice Department, I was the one who did it or my chief deputy. Like the president gets briefed. Every major criminal case the attorney general is briefed on, unless he's recused. Well, this guy hasn't recused himself. And the reality is these, all of these things were called from the top. I mean, nobody even asked, did Barr know about the hard drive? A year and a half, they covered up the hard drive. Probably one of the biggest crimes in American history. Did the attorney general know about it? Oh, if he didn't know about it, he should be well, hang in jail. On. Hang, 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 if he didn't know about hang, it, hang he was the worst attorney general. It's not, just, it's, not just, it's not just the hang on, it's not just the hard drive, which you invite me up to, to look at, and you and I talk in five minutes, you can tell <laughs> the compromise by the Chinese Communist Party. But Rudy... Look at what MTG, look at what Comer and the Oversight Committee is finding. The SARS reports from 2015 and 16. Barr's DOJ had to know about that. They have to know about this. The, the, the evidence of the Biden's corruption, the evidence of their protection by FBI and DOJ is out there. All you have to do is open 100%. your eyes and see it. 100%. I mean, Lee has put his finger on the key to this that they're ignoring and running away from. Nobody wants to look at Barr. And he's actually the key person in this whole thing. And the reality is, he was a guy who kept on top of this stuff. So there's something seriously wrong with Barr. Uh, to, to, to keep all that confidential while they're running off a fraudulent election, right? I mean, that election, forget the vote counting. The election was a fraud before we ever got to the ballot box by keeping away the most relevant information ever presented in a presidential election. 
and a big conspiracy to do it. He had to be part of it. It could not be done without him. Could not be done. Rudy just nailed it right there. Let me go back to, hang on for a, mer- a second, man. We'll go back to Lee Smith. By the way, on my Getter account, I put up last night, the first person we're going to prosecute in January 2025 is going to be Bill Barr. Lee Smith, what would you have liked to have seen Barr, what, what should Barr have done to satisfy your very high standards in the summer of 2020, sir, before the last election? Well, I know that the, the, the main person, the big person that congressional investigators were looking at from the beginning was Andrew McCabe. That was the key target going after McCabe right there. He was the linchpin. Um, so instead, they, instead they, 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 let, uh, they let McCabe walk. Right. Bar, bar, uh, bars, DOJ declined to uh, prosecute him on on, on uh, lying charges. Right. When he briefed the press, they declined to prosecute on that. Right. So that th- that in itself was a very big deal. They let uh, Kevin Kleinsmith. Uh, they let Cl- Kevin Kleinsmith get off the hook. And here's one of the things we learned from the Durham report. This is astonishing. Everyone at the, at the time thought, well, they're going to let Kleinsmith walk because he's going to help them out. He's going to point them to different directions and they're going after bigger fish. Well, as it turns out, Klein Smith declined to uh, declined to uh, submit to any interviews for the Durham report. So not only did he not help point out uh, bad actors in the FBI and DOJ, he said, actually, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Here's the other key thing to understand about Barr, what was going on at the same time. We know this from the Twitter files. We know this from reporting of people like Mike Benz, right, Uh, executive director of the Foundation for Freedom Online. The FBI has an enormous unit, right, an enormous cyber unit working out of San Francisco. And then there's the what what is the, 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 the Foreign Interference Task Force. At least dozens of people who are in communication all the time with social media organizations and press organizations. There is an enormous unit of FBI agents under William Barr's supervision as Attorney General of the United States who are actively interfering in the 2020 election. It's not just that he failed to hold people accountable for 2016, but under his direction, there is interference in the 2020 election. So the nerve of Barr after the election to come out after and say, there's no evidence. Like, Trump is crazy. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know what any of these people are talking about. It happened on his watch. Someone this, could. This is why. Hold, 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 hang, hang on. This is why Bill Barr went to the Oval Office and lied to the president to saying, I've done a report. We've done reports from the field offices. There's no election interference. Remember that Epic Times goes out and does FOIA requests. Every field office comes back and said we never did a report. We were never asked to do a report. The only one that did was McSwain in Philadelphia as U.S. attorney that sent a letter to Maine Justice and said we've got voter fraud here on the mail-in ballots. Okay, and they and Maine Justice said stand down. Bill Barr is the beating heart. This is why the this is why the Durham thing is trash. This is why there was nothing done in Barr and the people at Justice that are Rhino appointees had every bit of knowledge about this and did nothing about it. And as Lee Smith just said the quiet part out loud, actually had a hand, an active hand in making sure that Donald J. Trump did not close on the sweeping 74 million uh, vote victory that he had.
Rudy, um, d- d- give me your summary. Give me two minutes because I'm crammed for time. Your two-minute summary, given that you've given your life for this, of your summary of the Barr report. The Barr report is part of the entire Excuse me, excuse me, Dur- 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 Durham report, Durham report. I'm sorry, Durham yeah, report. The, the, well, you could call it the Barr report. The, the Durham report is the uh, one of the pieces, probably not the summary, there's more to go. It's one of the pieces that fits into the entire conspiracy. Number one, to stop Trump from being president. Number two, to depose a lawfully elected president and now to stop him again. And uh, Barr figured it right into the process. The minute I heard the schedule that they were not going to get it out before the election and they announced before the election they weren't going to indict the key figures because they sure didn't want any speculation out there that maybe the key figures were going to get indicted. I said to myself, uh, this guy's a sellout. And I've, I, I could have gotten that done. I'm not bragging. I mean, my accomplishments are there. I, I or people with half my talent could have gotten that done by April of 2020. First of all, you don't have to do all of it. You just got to do the main part. I had all that evidence. I read through that two times. I checked off four things I didn't know, none of which were relevant to a uh, prosecution. So I don't bury don't bury don't bury the lead. You're saying in the 306 page report, there were four items that you didn't already know or talk about. Yeah, uh, I should say that would be important to a prosecution. Everything else was there for an unbelievably overwhelming Rico case that could have been brought. I'd say in April or May of 2020, if anybody had any, any doubt about it, I did two podcasts back then showing you how to do the Rico case. <laughs> yep. This is a, this is a Lee, terrible miscarriage uh, of justice at the highest level. Terrible. But Lee, uh, before we go, just give me just quickly reference this amazing piece, and I'll have you back on about Brennan. You actually connect the dots to Brennan and the other guys on the 51. Tell me about Brennan, who's, who's a way, central right figure that should be prosecuted. Right Big well, time. Yeah, there's a lot of people who make note of this, uh, of Brennan's handwritten notes when he says that he briefed, um, that he briefed Obama, Biden, and Comey, as well as Loretta Lynch, about that they uh, knew there was a Clinton plan to frame Trump, Trump as a Russian agent. The case I make in my piece here is that um, that briefing never happened. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, it didn't happen because the idea that John Brennan is going to stand there and tell Jim Comey, hey, by the way, the investigation you guys opened three days ago, it's just based on some Hillary uh, Clinton campaign trick. So never mind. Right. This didn't happen. Right. It appears that what happened um, is is that uh, Brennan, (laughs) Brennan probably went back afterwards to cover his tracks. Right, because they found this referral uh, memo from the CIA to the FBI that made note of this Clinton plan. Right, so that would have exposed the whole thing, and it would have shown that Brennan, Comey, Obama, Biden, Lynch, the whole lot of them knew. Of course, they did all know what was going on. They knew it was a Clinton campaign plan, and most significantly, we forget this all the time. Right, we talk about the Clinton campaign. Remember, these are Barack Obama's spy chiefs. Right, not just one. All of them. Right. So none of this happens Lee. without Barack Obama signing off on this. So it's important to keep Obama, uh, Obama, as well as Biden in the middle of this. It's not just Hillary Clinton. Amen. 
Uh, Lee, how do people get to you? We'll have you back on and go in this more detail. How do people get to you? All your writings, your great articles. I, I, I wish they would check out my new uh, my new local site. It's uh, leesmith.locals.com. Um, yeah, so I hope they follow me there. We're going to be getting more stuff on the Durham Report out there uh, this week. Also, uh, Lee Smith DC at Twitter. Uh, Lee Smith at uh, the Great Truth Social. So, thanks very much, Steve. Thank you very much, Mayor. Mayor, how do people get to you? I tell you what, Mayor, just hang on. We'll hold you through the break. I want to get make sure everybody knows how to get to your show, your podcast, the Sunday morning show with Dr. Maria Ryan, all of it. Rudy's going to hold for us. We have Naomi Wolf. More reports coming out. Gonna, your head's about to blow up if it hasn't blown up already. Here in the cybernetic collective mind for humanity that we call the war room. Right now, many Americans are feel, feeling powerless you know the feeling. The economy isn't stable. Crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge do not seem to care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual far- firearm at any time in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you will save a ton of money on practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. iTarget comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus, get free shipping with the offer code Bannon when you go to itargetpro.com right now. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with itargetpro. That's the letter itargetpro.com. itargetpro.com and the offer code is Bannon. Has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Trump versus DeSantis on taxes. In Congress, Ron DeSantis pushed a 23% national sales tax, where the middle class pays more. 90% of families would get a tax hike if DeSantis replaced the current system. President Trump cut taxes a lot, lowering tax rates for everyone. Trump cut taxes. DeSantis tried to raise them. Ron DeSantis, wrong on tax hikes, just not ready. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. Okay, Rudy's going to hang with us at the top of the hour. We'll get back to the mayor in a second. I've got to bring on Naomi Wolf. Naomi, you've got a bunch of breaking reports out here that are not actually in this amazing book, our, our coffee table book here in the war room, uh, the, um, the Pfizer documents, analysis, and reports. You've got additional reports, including some blockbusters. Can you walk – we only got seven minutes with you. Can you walk us through it? Yeah, I'll move fast because these are – 
unbelievable headlines and your audience has to know what I have to share today. So first headline is that Report 71, which will be in the sequel and which you can find on dailycloud.io, is about musculoskeletal adverse events of special interest. And it turns out that they affected 8.5% of the post-marketing data set in Pfizer's uh, report or database, including four children and one infant. Women were affected at a ratio of almost four to one over men. And you'll remember that I've often said joint pain is the number one side effect in the Pfizer documents. CDC doesn't mention it, but think of all the people around you, people are having must, um, shoulder replacements, knee replacements, their ankles are giving out, uh, hip replacements, young healthy people are having joint pain, limping. This explains why. Um, so this is by Dr. Barbara Garrett, Dr. Joseph Garrett, our wonderful Dr. Chris Flowers and Lori Britt, uh, very distinguished commentators. And the bottom line is there were 3,600 cases of musculoskeletal adverse events, 8.5%, as I mentioned, the 3,600 patients reported 3,640 adverse events of this kind. Of these, 44% were classified by Pfizer as serious. And this is actually report 71. Um, And so it's about joint pain and muscle pain. So this is really important. The time from the administration to the adverse event ranged from less than 24 hours to 32 days. And half of the adverse events, the bad things, started within the first 24 hours after injection. So there's your smoking gun, cause and effect. Again, gender, we've seen this throughout the reports, Steve. Uh, It's women being targeted three to one, four to one, up to eight to one. Not that men are unscathed, but once again, we see racial. Hang on. When you say targeted, you mean the the vax itself. Not that the Pfizer specifically targeted them, but just in the composition of the vax itself, it seems to target. That's my second. That's going to be my second headline, but I'll just say, fine. I'll just say, uh, suffered, right? And, you know, as a woman, yep. when you see over and over women suffering and you don't stop, it turns into targeting. But I will take your point and keep going. Um, mostly these were adults affected, not elderly people whom you'd expect to have joint pain, arthritis, uh, but healthy adults and two adolescents, four children, and one infant. The volunteers note that. This injection was not approved for use in individuals under 16 years of age. So once again, Pfizer is somehow sourcing children and babies and injecting them criminally. Um, The most common adverse event was anthralgia or joint pain in 97%, 70 arthritis, 26 rheumatoid arthritis. Just a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. When you say injecting them criminally, what do you mean by that? Well... So this, again, as the volunteers noted, um, this injection was not approved for use in individuals under 16 years of age. So they were they were injecting uh, in their own records, two adolescents, four children and one infant without approval. And when you you know, when you experiment on people without approval, without authorization, with a medical intervention, that is a criminal act. Hang on, I understand you got other stuff and you got to bounce at 11, so maybe we have to do this, but here's what I don't get. 
with evidence like this that's coming out of, remember, people, these are their records. This is just people doing right. research off of their raw data that they had to provide because a federal court said you couldn't hold it for 75 years, thank God. Right. right. But with this type of, why are there not attorney generals? Why? And I realize you've got civil suits going, but why are there not local prosecutors and why are there not uh, attorney generals? And why are people and parents not going to people and say, hey, I want these people criminally pursued because I've either got a, I've got a hurt, uh, you know, grandfather, I got a dead child, whatever. Th- th- this seems to be pretty compelling, and I don't know why we're getting crickets from criminal prosecutions, ma'am. Well, there is, as I mentioned here, Attorney General Ken Paxton in Texas, who's starting an investigation, um, and two attorneys general in Louisiana and Missouri have um, also secured investigations of collusion about silencing discussion around these issues. But honestly, you know, I don't know if you hate or or don't hate my answer every time. You know, the ball's in your team's court. You know, they're the ones who have to bring this evidence, this document. We just got a grant to send this book to, you know, to members of Congress and to, to hospitals. Um, they're the ones who have to bring this yep. forward. They're the ones who have to hold an investigation. They're the ones who have to bring yes. the data that our volunteers have found uh, into the public eye and ask Rochelle Walensky why she kept going after she knew that babies were dying, why she said it was safe and effective and she recommended it p- for pregnancy. And, you know, ask the head of the NIH, ask Dr. Fauci why he kept going, you know, ask ask the head of HHS why they kept going. Uh, Ask the head of the FDA. Like, all of these are the criminals. You know, we've documented the crime thoroughly. We're doing all we can with the wonderful George Smith and his 10 plaintiffs in Ohio. And by the way, um, they they rejected our uh, case and were appealing. And they said, we're rejecting it because it's too detailed, which is ironic. Um, But you know, we, you have, you have Congress, you know, like, I don't mean you personally, yeah. but they're the ones who have to. Yeah. No, no. Uh, Naomi, real quickly, how do people get to you, particularly these latest reports? I know you get a bounce, so we'll come back yeah, to you in more detail. And all the rest of the reports are in the Pfizer book. We've sold out almost all of our third printing, but you can still get it on Amazon. And I really need next time I'm with you all to tell you that we found the smoking gun of why this is intentional in terms of harming reproduction. So that's for next time. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit JaceMedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, JaceMedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, Medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. 
That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 